This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focus. Let's begin the show by starting it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardly Focused with Jack Gill, Mike Terrara, Nate Fillers. You can get us at hardlyfocused.com on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Just search for Hardly Focused. Uh, We are trying something new, seeing if we can stream this thing live to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash hardlyfocusedpodcast. If it works, great. If not, then, well, we tried. Uh, during our uh, warm-up segment, uh, we discussed Mike having the voice of, uh, I guess, what you would call the bedtime the bedtime magic voice on bedtime magic on like soft rock radio stations. Uh, it's from a video titled "XM Satellite Radio: The Early Days" by Art Vuolo. Uh, here is the. Uh, audio of the DJ in question that we were talking about uh, that reminds me of Mike Tarara. Music from the heart. Love songs 24 hours a day. The Heart. Channel 23. From the heart of XM we started with Sarah McLachlan, Anita Baker, Dr. Hook, and Matchbox 20. Still to come from email from all over America. You want to hear Billy Ocean, the brand new one for Brian McKnight, Marvin Gaye, James Ingram, and a whole bunch more, including your favorites. If you email me at the heart at xmradio.com, the heart spreading love across America. What do you think? It's copy and paste. It's the same picture. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny Williams was his name on XM. Johnny Williams. On- XM 23. Um, obviously, XM radio no longer exists. It's now part of Sirius. Uh, I, I, I would guess XM they. XM 69. Nice. I would guess they still have a soft rock station, but uh, who knows? Because I think there's only a thousand people that, uh, across, the, uh, across the country that still pay for satellite radio. So. <laughs> and believe me, everybody listens to it for three months when they get a new car. Yeah, they do those free weekends all the oh, time, true. too. All the time. <laughs> Especially well, now, too, when everybody's no longer commuting. You're like, uh, why do I pay for this? Uh, I did reach out to uh, one of my friends who uh, just so happens to be a producer for uh, the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio because I actually listened to it, and it was good. It is the remnants of the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, but it's uh, it was good to hear all their voices. Uh, the producers included Travis. Um, so I guess that's one reason, one excuse to uh, subscribe to the service. A lot of that stuff, though, they always they cut up and put on YouTube. So like right after it airs. So all the best stuff's going to be free to listen to regardless. So why pay? That's the theme of today. It's why pay? Why pay? Yeah, you have to listen to the uh, warm-up segments that we do. Uh, we put those in the full episodes of the show. To explain it quickly, we uh, we we offer 
various versions of every episode that we do of of this fine program. We do uh, the full episode, uh, and that includes two segments, uh, usually two. Sometimes we'll skip one of them. Uh, that uh, you can only get in the full podcast, and then I will um, do the a la carte thing, and I'll split up uh, the... Uh, mid segments of the show and make those available for separate downloads so people can pick and choose what they want to listen to. So if they want to hear us uh, rag all over uh, stupid people in our How Fucking Dumb Are You segment, there's a whole podcast for that. And then if they want to listen to us have a somewhat serious discussion about the abortion thing in Texas, then listen to that too. So that's, uh, that's how we do it. Uh, this is how we do it. Is this does this thing work? Hold on. Uh, what? That's how we do it. This uh, is how we do it. That's impressive. There's like very little delay on that. Yeah, that's I was watching it, and then I was like, "I'm in it," so I needed not. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got lost in my own eyes. Yes. You know what, man? I've got four. The way I have things set up now, I have I've got four different like screens of myself that I can look at. I've got Zoom. I've got OBS with two windows with me on it. Now I got Facebook now on my iPad. So uh, it, like I'm literally just looking around and all I can see is myself, my my ugly ass face or my ugly face ass, however you want to spin it. That's a good shirt though. Oh, thank you. I forgot I had this shirt. It took me a little bit to realize what it was, yeah. but hey, it's awesome. It's a meme. It's a, It's a funny from the internet. But with Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for this Netflix one. I guess I'm in the minority of people who are looking forward to this. I'm going to hold out. I'm going to see. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to. Don't hype it up and then you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Well, you can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's You know, like the Disney live action movies that they've been doing. In the last yeah, Aladdin years. wasn't bad. Yes, there were certain parts of Aladdin that were better than the original, certain parts that were not as good. Correct. But I'm like a hardcore Aladdin, like the original fan, like, you know, the the original, the 90s version. And um, I went into it thinking that it was going to be a dumpster fire. And I actually was like, this is actually pretty decent. Mm. Uh, Cinderella, I guess, just came out. Is that? Yeah, it's it's, of- it's more of a definitely a, a a take on Cinderella, if you will. Like they definitely keep the storyline, but they kind of modernize it. Okay. Or if if you uh, if you choose to, they they make it too woke for the children. They don't cut off the feet in the end. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Ever since they didn't do that in the uh, in the was a nineteen fifty animated version, uh, I just threw any quality out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's just full shit. I still can't believe that the Lion King remake made as much money as it did because that was just not great. Like, it was just there. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it very much was not good either. It was just... It just seemed like a novelty. Yeah, like, I didn't think it was possible for a film, like, the thing that you're watching, to be a paperweight. (laughs) It was a paperweight. That's what it was. It's just like, animals have like especially like you know cats like the feline animals they have no emotion mm-hmm. and when you animate that stuff you can go nuts with it and make it very clear that uh poor simba is 
uh, sad because his father is dead. But then when you do the live action attempt, attempting to do like a, a you know a living breathing animal, how the hell are you going to know that it's sad? Because it can't anthropomorphize. Yeah. I think I got that right. That's tough. That's a tough fucking word. Anthropomorphize. Uh, I'm not even going to try. Anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphic is correct. Anthropomorphize, I believe. Yeah. Anamorphs. Anamorphs. Yeah. So anyway, Uh, speaking of things that are stupid, it is time for everyone's favorite segment. Mike's included. How fucking dumb are you? Hardly Focused presents Do you finger your own asshole just to smell your own shit? Like, I don't get it. How fucking dumb are you? Well, we got three and I'll let... Uh, Mike, it's been a while since you've been here, so I'll let you choose. Um, Ooh. Um, I mean, let, let's let's swing for the fences out of the gate. Let's do the, uh, the man attempts. Oh, yes. Okay. Um... <laughs> Man attempts to relieve constipation by inserting an eel into his anus. Uh, if I remember correctly, because I, I got to pull the article up here. If I remember correctly, this is once again out of Asia. Uh, yes. The, these, these stories always come from China. I don't know why it, 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 people there do these things because apparently it is a folk remedy but apparently no one has ever seen this folk remedy actually work i think it's just people fucking around with somebody else oh yeah yeah my brother had a constipation he put his eel up his ass it cleared it right out uh so, oh, okay all right i'm desperate uh, i'll do that, it yeah, that's believable that's from unilad uh a man almost died after inserting a 20 centimeter eel into his rectum in a strange attempt to quote relieve constipation uh i almost misread that and said relive constipation (laughs) Uh, in july after attempting the old folk remedy that claims an eel will help with bowel movement the man from uh not even gonna try east china nearly lost his life after the eel moved from his rectum to the colon and chewed through it accessing the abdomen what did you think would happen honestly i don't know Unless, unless you somehow put it in backwards and were able to like get it in all the way backwards where like the only way it could go is out. Pac-Man. <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't that what the tickler did on Game of Thrones when you torture uh, when he torture prisoners? Uh, he would put a rat inside like a cup. And then stick it against the guy's stomach and then uh, light the cup on fire. So like the rat would have to claw into the prisoner's stomach in an attempt to escape. I don't know. I know that that has been a uh, a medieval torture method for a couple of movies. Yeah. Like you put a hot coal on top of a, a metal bucket. And then the, the bucket would heat up and the rat would try to get away from the heat by digging into your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's- <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's been around. I think that's just how uh, living organisms react. They, uh, you know, especially when they're, uh, I don't know, boxed in, when they are uh, in a in a tight spot, if you will. If they're uh, impacted. Wasn't it also a South Park thing where they put like a hamster up somebody's that's, ass? Oh, that's Lemmy Winks, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that Mr. Slave? 
Uh, uh, maybe I think so. I uh, just at least you know he didn't have a perforated abdomen though. Uh, I just I just recall uh, when he crawls into Mr. Slave's ass. There is a lot of detail. There is a lot of detail in Mr. Slave's ass. Like they they uh, they did not skimp on the details whatsoever. If you, I mean, there was a polyp or two. <laughs> if you were ever curious uh, what an animated anus looks like, turn your head and cough. South Park's got your back. No pun intended. Uh, the article goes on to say the unnamed man went straight to the hospital with his issues. Oh, uh, that's what I that's where I stop right there. Do not unname him. You need to name that guy. Publicly uh, shame him for putting a needle up his asshole. Uh, he had issues as he was initially, quote, too yeah, he shy. Had issues. Too shy to visit the doctor. Not too shy to be intimate with an eel, though. Uh, surgeons removed the still alive eel, but informed the man he could have died from hemolysis, which occurs when the red blood cells are destroyed after bacteria from the large intestines reach the stomach. Although oh, those, that's why those gut shots, uh, uh, you're going to bleed oh, out yeah. before it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've had those. Those are fun. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, it goes on to say, although this isn't the first time the bizarre old folk remedy has been tried out. This isn't the first time, I should say. Last year, another Chinese man. Another Chinese man tried the same method by inserting a 16-inch eel into his behind. The eel allegedly tore through the man's intestines, died, and it became lodged in his abdomen for a week. But I'm surprised, I'm surprised that it was able to survive a week with a torn uh, you know, intestine. I assume it's feeding on... Um, uh, no, the the man died. The eel was in there for a week. Oh, the eel was in there for a week. Okay, yeah. So the um, the eel, I guess, would have to feed on the innards of the man. Huh. Yeah. Don't don't put an eel up, up your, your butt. Yeah, it's just not. Those things look scary as is. I don't know how they would be brave enough to be like this. Seems safe. I mean, they've got jaws. Yeah, I, I don't. Like, it's like it's like a worm where you can't see any sort of sharp, pointy things. It pretty much looks like if you took like a piranha face and put it on a snake. I can't. And I'm really interested in putting that up my ass. <laughs> yeah, a piranha or a piranha snake. A piranha snake. Okay, it's on the next Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. Whenever I'm backed up coffee seems to do the trick like a nice hot hot cup of coffee also i enjoyed sounds like a hot cup of not trying hard enough with an eel there jack well i enjoyed some uh some delicious yet greasy pepperoni meat lovers pizza last night and and uh, again this morning and uh boy my ass wouldn't quit like I, I made several trips to the old bathroom. Just uh, doing the nine to five. Yeah, like it just wouldn't stop. So uh, I, I mean, I guess hey. I don't have to worry about being backed up. I don't need no eels. All, all you need is Shaw's store brand frozen pizza, and that'll do the trick. Look, when you grease the slide, you slide right out. You could also use fiber. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fiber, any things that have fiber 
I just, I don't know. I just find the taste to be disgusting. I mean, I guess popcorn, though. I didn't realize that popcorn is um, like a good source of fiber. But popcorn is one of those things where like I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'll buy like a box of it and I'll enjoy it for like two nights in a row. And then I never want to touch it again. I'll, I'll make like a bag and be like, this is delicious. I want more. And then I'll make a second bag and be like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this is satiating everything. And then afterwards, I'm like, nah, nope, never again. No no more of that. It's not so much the way that it fiber tastes. It's the way that it makes you feel. Regular. Gonna, yeah. When you're above 30, nothing beats the taste of being regular. What about Metamucil? Oh, my God. Is that still a thing? I'm terrified of that. I I felt like with Metamucil, you just had to, and it, this is, I've never tried it. I'm just going by the old commercials that used to play that you had to stir that shit for like a, a solid 30 minutes. And it would still have like undissolved solid chunks of just <laughs> I know this does it for you and it does it for me too, Mike. Uh, the Carnation Instant Breakfast. Carnation, Carnation Instant Bitch. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That, that. Yeah, I I would drink that and every like I knew that within an hour I would instantly start farting like nothing else and I'm like all right <laughs> I guess I'm shitting in an hour and a half <laughs> but that's also something that no matter how long you stir it for you'll never 100 percent uh mix it up you'll always have small clumps of powder that, no because you can never be... mix it you have to put it in a shaker you put it in there oh yeah true oh uh, okay only way to do it yeah. But that, that was sense. the fun part of it. You would drink it and then like some of the powder chunks would like explode in your mouth and you would inhale some of the powder. <laughs> and yeah, so it was like a adventure game. The comment uh, or the note I took for this segment. <laughs> what makes you poo? <laughs> uh, all right, Mike. Uh, so uh, we did the eel in the ass. Uh, you've got um, two more you can pick from. Let's, uh, let's, let's keep it with bodily functions. Okay, yeah, we will go to Canada. Yeah, we'll go up north to Canada, uh, Vancouver, to be specific. Um, okay, now I said earlier that uh, Nate, you caught me. You, you caught my. Uh, that's, that's, it's a, that's that's what I'm was, I was trying to tell you, trying to warn you, trying <laughs> trying to do good service, but who? Nope. No. Oh, well, why didn't you believe me? <laughs> uh, you know, well, it's the glasses. All right. Well, we all I have glasses trying to go a month without. Now, what I said earlier is I want to go a month without talking about COVID. So we just don't get into the <laughs> so same. The first thing you put. On the sheet. <laughs> I know I, I suck <laughs> uh, I, because, I, you know, try to go a month without talking about COVID just because, like, we're going to keep having the same discussions and keep saying the same things, keep getting worked up over the same stuff. And, um, Beating a dead horse. Yeah. This, okay, this, I'll count this as a mulligan because it's not so much about, I mean, it's about COVID. It's more, it's over a mask dispute. It's, it's, it's COVID over, by proxy. It's yeah. COVID by proxy. Someone being a, a stupid asshole uh, in Vancouver. Dairy Queen customer urinates at the counter after mask dispute on Vancouver Island, uh, which is uh, a little too common these days, unfortunately. Um People upset over uh, having to wear masks, face masks in places, especially since those mandates are starting to uh, come back. Uh, 
see if I can share the old. Uh, it's just a stupid pun waiting to be made of something around the, the line of just like he took being pissed off way too far. Uh, can you guys see the thing here? Uh, I can't nope. see anything. Like what about oh. now? Blur. Okay, let's uh, let's try this. Uh, man refusing to wear a mask urinates inside Port Alberni Dairy Queen. like the uh, that just happened i like when he calls them psychopaths what the fuck i didn't see any anything come out though uh it was on the countertop you could see the the shimmer shine oh okay i was expecting some like splashback you know like being able to see it just kind of bouncing off everything uh and also the man having a you know just a a full tank ready to go. I don't I don't ever feel like I can just do it on command like that. I don't know. Apparently he has prostate issues. Uh, I mean, hey, we're get we're we're uh we're getting there. <laughs> yep. Like like uh, Nate said earlier, once you hit your thirties, man. Backed up on one yeah. end and uh can't stop on the other. Uh I I think I don't know. Uh, you guys watch a letter, Kenny? I uh, nope. do not watch Letterkenny. Uh, I know it's something that you you need me to watch. I just literally have so many other shows I need to get to. Yeah. Nate, you said yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to play the audio of this guy again and listen closely to his voice. I mean, it's the most Canadian voice, but uh, listen closely. I, I, I process the audio a little bit so it stands out uh, a bit more. Here we go. Nate, who does that sound like? I'm blanking on his name. The the hockey guy. Yes, Shorzy. You never Shorzy. Yeah. Yes, Shorzy. Yeah. I'm not helping you, tip fuckers or those twats. Give your balls a tug. There's a lot on the line here, Shorzy. You want to talk about lines, you fucking loser? I woke up to your mom ripping dick dingers off my foreskin. Tell her to keep her hands off my scoops. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Jonesy. I made your mom come so hard they made a Canadian Heritage Minute out of it and Don McKellar played my dick. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. I made your mom so wet Trudeau deployed a 24-hour infantry unit to stack sandbags around my bed. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you both. Your lives are so fucking pathetic. I ran a charity 15K to raise awareness for it, you fucking losers. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, yeah. I, I 
there's like a whole 10 minute long compilation of Shorzy and I kind of want to just play the whole thing, but, uh, but alas, we cannot. And somehow there's going to be a Shorzy spinoff. I think that's overkill. Yeah. He's funny in, in, uh, small amounts, but giving him his own show, I don't think is going to work, especially since he's a little too much of himself. Yeah. Especially the, the part of the joke is you don't see his face. So yeah. Like how you can do a whole show? It's it's like if uh, the neighbor from Home Improvement had his own show. How you do that? Yeah, he never he never uh, showed Badly. his face. Yeah, you never saw his uh, face. And like the one episode where he wasn't behind the fence, he was struggling to keep his face covered. Um, but anyway, yeah the uh, the old the old pisser here sounds very much like uh, uh, Shorzy. Well, it is Wayne, isn't it? It is Wayne. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Jerry so, like, King, so. it's just the same voice. Yeah, it's the same voice as Wayne. So that's why you don't see the face. But you know what, this guy, uh, I think he really actually is Shorzy because there is. I think it's like one of Shorzy's first appearances. He's pissing, like literally pissing all over, uh, yeah. Riley and Jonesy. Yep. And that's exactly what this guy did. Uh. But that said, the security footage got a glimpse of his face, and I'd argue that he looks like Judah Friedlander, if you remember that guy. Judah Friedlander, wow, okay. With his comical hat. That's a callback. I, I apparently met that guy. I don't remember this, but I met him. Photographic proof says otherwise? Yeah. Is there any follow-up to that story? Did he, like, get, like... No, uh, there were there's a couple of guys dressed in red on horses that were chasing him down the street. I don't know what happened. They said, "Hey, don't do that." All he'd have to do is apologize, and they'd be they'd be fine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I will, I will tell you, who got arrested is that guy uh, who accosted the reporter, and I think it was in Louisiana when Hurricane Ida hit. Did you see that? No, I did not. Uh, this, uh, on location reporter just doing his thing, reporting in the storm. And then, uh, this, this just random dude just runs up to him and gets in his face and starts asking him if the news that he's reporting is accurate and wouldn't leave. And the reporter handled it professionally. He was calm. Uh, they, they, they threw back to the studio, uh, uh, Reporter then later said, he's like, hey, I was, I was shook up. Otherwise, you know, we've just been joking about it. Like him and his crew, not the guy that cost him. The guy that cost him just ran off. Uh, well, uh, a warrant was put out for the guy's arrest. They identified him because he was very clearly on camera and found out that he had a criminal history in the state of Ohio. Wow. Uh, for, uh, I guess, going to his former employer, which was, um, it was like a chemical factory or something and nearly causing like a massive hazmat situation by sabotaging all the equipment in there because he was upset about one thing or another. So, uh, yeah, no, probably not the smartest thing to do if you already have an active criminal history. Something says he's not necessarily thinking things through to consequences. Just saying, just saying. Uh, so he, uh, I think he was one of the charges was simple assault uh, and he's been arrested. So is that like simple sugar? <laughs> yes. Or simple syrup. It just, mm-hmm. It's just a simple. It's just a, it's just a wee bit of assault. Just, well, the complicated assault is when you've got to fold, backfold it, and then, then you got to go around the other way. And Yeah. It's just really convoluted. Yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, I guess if you're looking for some justice, if, you, if you're looking for someone who actually did something very stupid and then actually got caught for it, there you go. Cause, well, that, uh, that satisfies, I guess. Yeah, because those, I mean, I, the folks, the, the, the news reporters, those who like regularly go out on location, they have to put up with that shit all the time. That's why they don't ever have high heels or dress shoes. They wear uh, running shoes. Yeah, so they can get the fuck out of there if they have to. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. There was a case like five years ago where like some like disgruntled former like on-air guy showed up in an on-location shoot and just like opened fire, right? Like that's uh, that's a risk you have to have in the back of your mind. Like whenever I'm watching the news and you just see like the hecklers in the background or like the jokesters, um, I'm always afraid that, uh, you know, that it's some psychopath that you're about to see like a murder happen on live TV as a result, especially when the, the riots were happening last year. God damn. Like they're, they're all like all the on location reporters, they're all out there. Like it just it's standing in the middle of the street while, while like stores are being looted in the background. And, uh, I'm surprised none of them, uh, you know, emerged with, uh, I guess I'm surprised that they all emerged unscathed. Because that's, that's sc- good. Yeah, it's some scary times, man. But I mean, it's not like, you know, you got to worry about a Bud Dwyer incident. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a, uh, hey, we got a good filter song out of it, at least. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Uh, we'll uh, come back. We'll talk about uh, Texas. The uh, uproar that the state of Texas has caused, and we'll get some uh, thoughts on that. Stick around. Am I going to work there much longer? No, I'm not going to work there. Hardly focused. I'm a driver. I'm a winner. Things are going to change. I can feel it. On February 12th, 1981, the Canadian band Rush released their seminal album, Moving Pictures. Speaking of moving pictures, Hardly Focused is available to enjoy on YouTube. Watch us talk at each other and subscribe to our channel at hardlyfocused.com slash YouTube. Seven females at a Rush concert. Must be some kind of a world's record.